Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at That's Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. This is a HeadGum Podcast. And welcome to episode two of the City of the Black Rose. Beautiful, thank you. Uh, I am your very neighborhood dungeon master, uh, still not friendly, Jeremy Cobb, and I am joined, as usual, by Jasper William Cartwright, and I'll be playing Duncan. Jonathan Charles, I will be playing Bill Wop Wunkel. Hey, it's Harry Gamble here, and I'll be playing Zora Hildebrandt, a lovely warlock and a very kind person. <laughs> Everybody's got to go back and give a brief character description. Just what's your character Duncan, Duncan, what's yeah, your? Yeah, yeah. We, we haven't heard your surname yet. What's your? What's your surname? <laughs> Uh, my uh, my surname is du- I'm Duncan Doolaham and I am the uh, angsty teenager with a big scary secret. <laughs> What's Bill Wop Wunkle's deal? Bill Wop, or um, as my full title goes, uh, PC Bill Wop Wunkle, High Constable of the Civil Parish of Gersta Lee. I think that pretty much describes my job. I'm a simple man with simple needs. Just trying to do what's best for uh, justice and the community and uh, all that kind of good stuff. Yeah. Maybe have a cup of tea at the end of it. Gonna get eaten up and chewed up by the city. <laughs> I'm beginning to get that impression, yes. <laughs> and last but not least. Hey, I'm Issa, aka Evil Clever Dog, and I am playing Pims, the tiny little crime goblin who can turn into the whole Crime goblin. Crime goblin. <laughs> tiny crime oh, goblin. Oh, tiny crime goblin. We need shirts. We need shirts. I, yeah, absolutely. Tiny cr- crime goblin t shirts hit the store. Uh, look out, guys. I genuinely would want one. So. Yes. Absolutely. But, like, I'm imagining it being written in, like, big, like, muscular green letters yeah. and then, like, a tiny goblin. Goblin, like jumping across from one letter yeah. to the other, yes. or like holding it all up. <laughs> like you're this very skinny goblin holding up all the letters. Just, yeah, like lifting it. Yeah. <laughs> we have to make it now, so.
When we last left off our uh, our tiny crime goblin uh, and her companions, you all were heading over to the Kauta Manufacturing Mine. I guess the plan was to infiltrate the mine and try and find more of this eco-ore, not just any eco-ore, but specifically uh, more of these rocks or symbols carrying insignias, sigils, uh, runes. I guess my first question is this, uh, Zora, because you are, you're, I mean, you're the big kahuna here. Would you, does Zora drive or does Zora have a driver? And if so, would Zora have had everyone drive to the place? I definitely have a driver. Um, they're very stealth and I'm going to let everyone have the pleasure of riding with me on this journey uh, since I would like to keep everything under wraps and keep things as quiet and stealth as possible. Mm. I'm imagining like an old school Aston Martin, but like with a really long front and a convertible fabric top that you can just sort of fold back. At this point, we started in the afternoon. By this point, it's probably close to the evening. And the church is actually located in the inner city, which is to say it is located in the part of the lower city that is underneath Central City. Basically, the city got so out of control with the building up that they built multiple levels. And so the people in this part of the city don't even usually see the sun. The area is lit by crystals and the crystals dim as the day gets later. And and so I'm um, imagining you guys are heading out into that evening air. There's like a bluish twilight glow, real magic hour vibe. I'll ask you, Zora, what is the name of your driver? Uh, Petrovich. Perfect. Mm. Uh, <laughs> yep. Do you want to roll yep. for Petrovich's race? <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> Four. Okay. And that is a two. Ooh, okay. And and then a six. Oh no, you don't need to roll anything. Uh, there okay. are no sub. There are no sub races for this. Uh, okay. As you head out, uh, you see standing in front of your beautiful. I imagine black Rolls Royce. What, what, what color oh, yeah. are you looking at? Yeah, beautiful, oh, yeah. sleek black Rolls Royce, uh, wearing a very nice pressed suit with full on like driver gloves and hat, is a knoll Petrovich the yes. knoll <laughs> standing there. Uh, hello, madam. I, I have your uh, car all uh, fueled up, uh, ready to go. You just give me the place and I will drive you. We have guests, I see. Yes, Dada, Kharosho, uh, our guest. No need to know who they are. These are our beautiful guests that are riding with us tonight. We are going on a very quiet trip, and I mean quiet, to the uh, mines. Excellent. Uh, you say quiet. Should I go ahead and turn on the engine silencer? Yes, please. J Jeremy, please, can we say that there is a, a second black Rolls Royce behind with Petrovich's twin brother, and that's the decoy car. So, like, at some <laughs> point they switch, <laughs> so you don't know who, which way Under they've gone. <laughs> <laughs> You're not sure which one is which, so you just call them both Petrovich. Petrovich. <laughs> uh, <laughs> they look basically identical, sound basically identical. It's one of the Petroviches. Piotr uh, <laughs> e Petrovich. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> he, he turns to the guests and says, uh, would the guests like heated seats? That sounds fancy. I'll take the fancy thing. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, not for me, Ooh. please. I prefer to be cold. Actually, I'm a little chafy, so maybe you could cool my seat down a bit, actually. I could use... Cool yeah. seat. Uh, mm. And you know my preferences, Petrovich. Thank of you. Of course, madam. Of course. 
the the inside is also bigger than on than yes. it appears on the outside like it's one of those you have like a it's sort of like a bag of holding type uh, nice. spell cast on it where the inside is weirdly large lots of room in this thing beautiful leather seats the inside is like as black as the outside if not even more like it's just so deep you can barely even see the seats mini bar pops out Hetrovich turns on the seat uh, massager for you uh, Zora so just kind of uh, work out any uh, aches and pains you've gotten through during the day starts to pull out he flips the engine silencer which is which is essentially the silence spell just cast on the engine so that the car makes minimal noise Sick. is it street legal it's questionable <laughs> you know as i see in rush actually too like everything is illegal but nothing's impossible exactly <laughs> uh, and, and also zora this wow. is your town if you say it's legal it's legal for you he oh expertly navigates you, fully like encyclopedic knowledge of the city. Why do I feel like we're NPCs in a driving mission from Grand Theft Auto 4? Right? <laughs> <laughs> because oh. we are now. <laughs> oh shit, here we go again. <laughs> Just as like it's finally reaching nighttime, you see the towering Kauta mine, the steel and stone works of the outside of the building. Duncan and Pims, I don't know that either of you have been here in quite a while. Hmm. Hmm. Would have been several years at least. Yes. I think my uh, uh, I think my shadow looks a little twitchy. Yeah, Pims is looking a, li- a little more on edge and a little less uh, like her usual self. <laughs> As you pull up, Petrovich says, now, uh, would you like me to let you out here and keep car uh, running around the area or stay put? Uh, or is this a getaway driver situation? What? Uh, I am flexible. Unsure of the outcome, so just be ready. Okay, stealth mode it is. He presses a button and a pass without trace spell gets cast upon the vehicle itself. <laughs> so that anyone who looks at it, it's almost like they can't, like you have to really look at it to notice it. It becomes as unnoticeable as an absurdly expensive car in the poorest part of the city uh, can be. Bro, you're rolling in style in Mavros right now. <laughs> like, yeah. Whatever you get with the rich people. <laughs> and he like presses a button, all the doors open. Uh, and he says, I will be waiting. Thank you so much. Spasiba Bolshoi. Duh. Now, Pims or Duncan, either of you can roll a history check to try and see what the best way uh, for getting... In fact, how about one of you roll a history check, the other one roll a perception check. Try and scope out the place. I'm better at perception than history. I'm better at history, so that's perfect. Cool. (laughs) Ooh, nice. the roll didn't help, though. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Um, I got a... Oh, God. Uh, 23. I got a six. Ooh. Wow. Oh. <laughs> wow, wow, wow. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just a little... I'm a little... Uh, <laughs> I feel so... Wait, I haven't been actually back here. You okay, buddy? You okay, buddy? Uh, yeah, I haven't, <laughs> haven't been uh, back back here for a, uh, a minute. I thought I'd be fine, but it's just... It's, um... Ugh, man. Yeah. This was uh, bad, so... Yeah, bad memories. But we can steal a bunch of shit while we're in there and really stick it Yeah, yeah, it might set something on fire. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, um, I mean, um, collect wages we were owed. Mm, Yes. Well, as long as it's been, as long as it's been approved through the proper channels, then I suppose I don't see a problem with that. If we weren't employed through the proper channels, is us reclaiming what we're owed via improper channels, which is how they employed us in the first place, okay? Well, out of fear for my own safety, I suppose I'll look the other way. 
Just yeah, that sounds, that sounds good. That sounds, That's a that sounds good, a good idea. idea. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give an oh. extremely firm <laughs> clap on the back. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, no, sorry, sorry. Uh, oh, did it like claws out. <laughs> like a... I think I think it's more like he he doesn't go that hard, and his shadow just like like pushes his hand, like and it just oh no, sorry, sorry. I was bracing. Okay, now Pims. Pims, let me describe what you see. With a 23, as you're looking around all of this, you see that there is a surprising amount of security at this place. Now, normally, after hours, there's, a, there's of course, going to be a few guards, but there seem to be more guards than you remember there normally being. This place is a lot of, like, brutalist architecture. Big, like, blocks and, like, whoa, very intimidating, and then, like, smokestacks. You can see that there are like guards around the perimeter, probably from where you're looking, probably about two guards for each major entrance. Just judging by what, you, what you're seeing, they look to be about like average guards. Like you could take these people. You know that this place probably is alarmed in some way. Uh, so you might need to be very careful about that, but you don't see like heavy, heavy, heavy security. You do know that there are windows like around the office areas or various like storage things at the top of the building that if someone was able to get up the side of the building or get up on top of the building, those do not appear to be watched as tightly. Oh, and I think also with a 23, you would notice for the first time possibly that Duncan's shadow is acting very strangely. And it didn't used to do that. Like, yeah. <laughs> I think uh, I think as well with the 23, you'd probably notice that Duncan's shadow isn't like an, a, an accurate like one-to-one of what it should be. Um, it's definitely like more like a slightly hulked over uh, and like has a much broader and like uh, stronger looking kind of shoulders. And his arms definitely look like more sort of distended and long in his shadow than they should do. Yeah, almost okay. as if his shadow has him bigen. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, um, I could probably get up into those offices. Um, and then... Yeah. Uh, h- how high up is it, Jeremy? Oh, this is a pretty big building. I'm going to say it's a good 80 feet climb. Hmm. Ooh, I need to do some maths real I, quick. I mean, I, I do have... The, I, I, I have the... Uh, I can I could climb up there uh, quite, quite easily. It wouldn't be difficult uh, for me. To, to do that. Okay. Can I, uh, can, does, if anyone has any rope at all, uh, can I... I can lend you some rope. There no. you go. Uh, thanks. Uh, Made it myself. Uh, can I uh, Can I tie up uh, two lengths together? I want to sell towards the building. What I'll do is I'll scale the wall and then I'll try and get in through the office and then secure it to something for people to then... Actually, I could probably hold on to it myself. My strength is pretty high, so I might even do that when I end up getting into the office. Um, that's, that's the kind of plan, I think. Okay. Uh, I'm imagining you guys have kind of like, you're in like the mouth of an alleyway looking off at the building, so you can absolutely feel free to sneak over there. Cool. Do we need to roll stealth or anything to get over yeah, to you the... Yeah, gonna, you're going to need to roll stealth. Oh, are we... Can are I we... give him guidance? Are we being sneaky now? <laughs> could, could could we... Are we going to start being sneaky? Uh, uh, yeah, I think so, yeah. Well, if now's the time, I've got a little trick that I uh, I learnt when I was dealing with pest control back in Gersterly. So he's going to, like, gather up some, like, grime from the floor. Um, and be like, well, it's not quite the lovely tilled earth that I have back home, but I suppose I can do my best with it. And he starts rubbing it between his fingers, creating this, like, dried-out sort of powder, and he flings it into the air, and it falls over you in a fine dust. 
and then he reaches into his pocket and picks out a twig which he cracks and as he cracks the twig the the dust sort of expands and turns into this sort of shadowy matter and uh, you are all pass without traces hey. Ooh, amazing do you know there was so much for me that really just hoped nice. that wasn't a spell like it was <laughs> <laughs> just nothing like, nothing happens oh it's the pageantry of it <laughs> Uh, yes, Zora, you can cast Guidance on him as well. Okay. Absolutely. I wanted to cast a little Guidance on you, and you with that... Oh, I just have it. He gets a D4, spells, right? Spells, spells. Yeah, D4. Mm-hmm. Uh, to the next ability so, check, is it? Yeah to, whatever you, yeah, to whatever your next ability. Uh, so, how, some Guidance, my ear, Dung Duncan. <laughs> I believe in you. Oh, uh, I brought you here for a reason. Thanks. You've been called. Thanks, uh, thanks, miss. Uh, would you mind uh, turning around... Uh, uh, all of you just real quick I just don't like people seeing this next bit as you wish it would be literally two two seconds I feel like you probably know uh, what, what what's about to happen Zora <laughs> <laughs> yeah Zora Zora has been here Zora has yeah, been yeah, here Zora's before. been here before <laughs> yeah as everyone turns around uh, Duncan is gonna like bring his hands to the to his back and as he does the shadow does the same and then he kind of brings his hands down and sort of sheaths himself in like uh, this long smoke this sort of like long smoky sort of shadow shadowy material sort of rolls off of him almost like bestowed upon him by the shadow and you see that the shadow reaches forward and almost like grabs hold of Duncan's head and then as it lets go Duncan's whole head seems to have almost disappeared and it's just like a column of smoke and Duncan now turns around and says to the group I'll um see you inside and he's going to walk towards the building. And then as I get to the building, I think Duncan just steps like like a full like full vampire walk, just steps onto the building. But you see his shadow is like pinned up against the building and looks like it's climbing. Like Duncan is only using his feet. Uh, so that's 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 basically what happens. <laughs> wow. Roll me a stealth check, my man. Cool. That was sick. Uh, oh, and I get to add a d4, right? Yeah. And you add a d4 and a plus 10 because oh yeah good lord pass okay. without trace 29 <laughs> wow uh i was going to roll uh but unfortunately <laughs> they are literally unable to hit a 29 amazing uh, <laughs> so you are just like uh, just a shadow just gliding across the ground uh as you're walking up the side of this building and the shadow is like climbing just silently it, the guards are maybe 40 feet from you and they just don't even notice you are such a shadow, like such a, basically just a phantom who floats up the side of this building. They definitely hear a little whistle of a, of a nursery rhyme on the wind. <laughs> you just hear faintly like, do you whistle? What? Do you whistle? And they're just like, oh, can't whistle. Wow, thought I heard something. <laughs> are you like trailing a rope behind you? I'll get up and then drop it down when I know it's safe. And then I think I'll get up, open a window, jump in, and then probably like ready myself with my feet against the wall, and then I'll give a little signal for them to come up, and I'll just brace the brace the rope. Okay. I'll definitely survey the room first, actually, okay. <laughs> before I climb Roll- in, because that would be wild. Roll me <laughs> it's a just like an check. office full of people. <laughs> Roll me. He's <laughs> like, oh. Uh, uh, don't mind, don't mind me. I, I'll, I won't be a second. Just inspecting oh, okay. the window ropes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just gonna put these out there. Roll a luck check. See if this window is locked. Okay. Uh, that's a two. Whoa. Right. So the window you push against the window. Uh, you're gonna uh, need to. You're gonna need to pick this one open. 
Um, I don't think picking is good. Well, actually, picking is kind of, yeah, he does have. And I actually do have thieves tools. You know Sick. what you also have? I just realized you have mage hand, my man. Ooh. Oh, I do have mage hand. I forgot about that. Which is extremely that. helpful because it means you don't have to physically touch things. Yes. Yes, yes, I do have Mage Hand. Cool. I completely forgot about that. Thank you very much for reminding me. So yes, I think I will angle myself in the light so that my shadow is inside the room, and then my shadow will just step forward and attempt to pick the lock. I think now that you've, like, unleashed it a bit, it looks even more hulking and terrifying, and there's, like, what looks like fur or spines or something, like, rising up off of the shoulders and the head that all at the same time looks so wispy, and it steps forward. The shadow can just straight up unlock lock it like oh, the window sweet. is just locked from the inside the from shadow the inside. you hear yeah you just hear a couple of clicks the window is slid open you have you basically have gained a way in you can go ahead and do a quick perception check around the room okay 17 you glance around the room. This does not look to be like some super expensive, nice office. There's just like a lot of charts. Looks like this is essentially like, oh, we're just keeping track of all the different, like the progress we're making, the amounts we're making, the bunch of charts you probably don't even know how to Ooh. read. Oh, the surveyor's office, I remember. <laughs> you have the rope. I guess the rest of you, if you've turned around, can probably see a rope now dangling from the building. Uh, and, like, a, you may not even see, you probably don't even see the shadowy form just crouching on top of the building. Uh, I'll whistle a little nursery rhyme to signal for them to climb up the road. That's the oh, signal. Yeah. There he is. Oh, that, that's the signal. Oh, right. We should climb. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to need stealth checks from the rest of the party. You all have a plus 10 nice. because it's passed without trace. Thank goodness. 22. With disadvantage. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Pims. But I did roll a natural 20 as well, which is sad. Oh, no. <laughs> so sad. Thank you for the 10, because uh, that gets me 15. Okay. Um, 30 for... Uh, <laughs> oh, my gosh. Whoa. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so uh, I will just roll a quick perception check here. Okay, so as as uh, you all sneak up to this, uh, the I think uh, uh, you, um, Bill Wop, you basically you are just a ghost. You are even harder to see than Duncan was. You just fully shuffle like on your little your little gnome feet, like dig -a -dig -a -dig -a -dig -a -dig, like just sort of, like run over there. <laughs> You're halfway up the rope before you realize there are voices below you. And you look down and see that Zora and Pims have been approached by the two guards. Uh, you hear, sorry, were you the one whistling? Was that what it was? Uh, no. Maybe it's something to do with your building. The building's whistling. Wrong. There is again! <laughs> oh, it must be the building. It must be the building. I was. We yep. were sent to inspect this building from the city. <laughs> yeah. We heard it was whistling and having lots of problems. Yeah, if there's like holes in the walls and stuff, like the wind moving through mm -hmm. it, it could probably make it make Can I punch sounds? a hole in the wall? <laughs> 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 Absolutely. Roll a deception check with advantage. Uh, I'm just listening keenly and going along with any, like trying to make it look like the building oh. is doing anything they, they say. <laughs> uh, who's rolling deception? Sorry. Is it, uh, this is, is this is definitely Zora. Okay. Uh, okay. Zora yeah. That is a 22. Oh, yes. Wow. Nice. 
with a 22. They're like, that checks out, I suppose. Yeah, we, sh we shouldn't feel the need to ask for any identifying information. Look at her. She's a woman of great stature. Of course she wouldn't lie. We're good guards. We're good guards. Yeah. Okay, well, right. I will I will be sure. May I get your names? I'll be sure to tell your supervisor how accommodating you've been today. Uh, the first one who spoke is like, right, my name's Reg. The other one's like, my name's Carol. Oh, excellent. Thank you, Reg. Thank you, Carol. I appreciate your service to our community. Absolutely. Thank you for your service to help with our whistling building here. Okay, that's got to stop. That's got to stop, please. That's it's freaking me out now. Uh, they lead you over to the door and just straight up let you into the building. Uh, <laughs> meanwhile, Bill Wop, I'm imagining, was like Still on the roof, just standing there. <laughs> just like, <laughs> I imagine as well that it was like just in a straight spotlight and they just didn't, like he was just there in a spotlight and they just didn't notice him like at all. <laughs> well, Bill, at least you've got your cardio in for the day. This is a good thing. This is a win. It's all right. Bill, uh, you managed to hoist yourself up to the top. Um, the rest of you are just straight let into this facility. You're in the entrance. You were basically let in the entrance to the place. Definitely not an ornate building at all. Huge building, but not really ornate. It's very functional. Pims, I think you immediately are like, yep, I know exactly where to go from here. You probably would also, honestly, from your knowledge of this building, know that Duncan and Bill Wop have entered in through the supervisor's office. So it would probably be pretty easy for you all to regroup. Roll me just a stealth check to get through the building. As uh, Reg and Carol are waving you in, they're like, uh, if you see any more guards, just tell them, you know, you spoke to Reg and Carol. We let you in. You know, if you need your credentials, just show them. It's fine. Thank you so much. You're so helpful. Um, was that us rolling the stealth check? Me and Zora? Uh, yeah, it's it's basically everybody to sneak and regroup. Because okay. mm -hmm. you guys need to get back through yeah. the building. Pims will very quietly say to Zora, like, they went in through the supervisor's office. I can, I can show you the way. 25. Ooh. Natural 20. Ooh. Dirty 20 for me. A 29. Good lord. I'm loving these stealth rolls. Okay, so... Pims and Zora, at one point you do see another guard, but the guard is just looking around like, okay, I thought the whistling was around here. And like, just sort of like wanders down the hall. Yeah, somehow the whistling like echoes from like a different part of the building. The guard just goes down that hallway uh, and you are both able to uh, sneak past. This guard did not notice you. Uh, you're able to regroup. Right, that was um close. Yeah, we, we handled it. Um, yes, yeah, good job. Mm -hmm. Um, I think I know where we're going. Shall we, uh, make our way? Uh, uh, do you want to remain under the guise of being... No, I do not want to be a building inspector anymore. I would think we should change uh, our tactic at this point. Okay, yeah, of course. We'll go stealthy then. Uh, madam, yeah. <clears throat> uh, right, uh, this way. Uh, uh, yeah, I'll lead us in that direction. Um... Just a reminder, okay. Duncan, you've got this. You are powerful. You have the hand of the great unifier with you. Thank you. We're fine. Duncan's face, like, appears through the shadowy column and just, thank you, and then retreats back. <laughs> and again, his head's just, like, imagine, like, Ghost Rider. That's basically yeah. what his head is, but smoke. Because <laughs> he's a tabaxi, you can see, like, the silvery circles of the cat eyes reflecting in the nighttime, just kind of, like, floating amongst the smoke. Terrifying. I love it. Yeah. 
truly a truly horrifying teenager. Like most teenagers, then really. As all teenagers are. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> all teenagers are. We've all been there. We've all. I'm officially at that age where I'm scared of teenagers. So I'm like, ah, oh god, there's three of them in the corner. I must avoid them at all costs. We were all smoke monsters when we were teenagers. It's exactly. Just the way it is. I'm gonna need one more stealth check just to get down to the mine because this is gonna take you through multiple levels of security at this point. Like, not that you're having to pass through the security. The, the like the turnstiles and stuff are turned off they aren't necessarily sensors uh, can i perhaps aid in this by casting minor illusion and making some whistling happen somewhere else that's not where we are oh yes mm. i love it just a little whistle down the wind nice. everybody roll with advantage then i love that uh which i guess pims you're rolling flat oh cool that just ro- yeah cancels flat roll. what i rolled the same number i always do this i swear <laughs> it always happens 24 for me. Ooh. Um, uh, just a 22 for me. All right. Uh, I'll turn round to uh, Bullock and I'll say uh, th- thank you for uh, for the whistling. It, since I've uh, met Lady Hildebrandt, I've realised that I, I have to work on, uh, you know, my own perception and my own brand. And the more people scared of me, then, you know, the, the, the easier my job is. So I, I appreciate you helping me there because, right. you know, the more fearful people are of me, then the easier it is for me to sneak up and kill them. So thank you. Thanks a lot. Uh... Okay, well, uh, uh, glad to be of service. Um, well, less said about that, the better. Don't think I got the tune quite right. I think yours went like, do, 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 and mine was like, do, 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 do. So, well, you know, yeah, I, I'm okay. working on it, though. Yeah, yeah, that's okay. No, right, Maybe no, it's right. even more haunting, though, if it's like a, you know, a bit off-key. You know, that's always a bit like, that's a bit strange. Oh, right. you know I mean? no, give, give. Uh, my wife always tells me I'm off-key anyway, so uh, used to that. Anyway, I've got a 32 on my stealth check, so I say that and then disappear into the yeah. dark. <laughs> the, the, the shadowy eyes will look at you and just go, oh, I don't think you're off key, mate. I think you're, you're pretty great. Oh. So, well. Says the shadowy monster as he yeah, also exactly. just like, <laughs> slinks into the shadows, unable to <laughs> Maybe he's up on the killing people and we'll, uh, we'll have a cord. The terrifying shadow cast against the wall gives you a thumbs up. Uh, with like a weird crooked clawed thumb like unnaturally long and then continues like it's it's like gorilla run down the hallway um zora you get a plus one to your stealth uh i'll be up on the uh ceiling if i can be uh please jeremy i'll be vampire walking on the ceiling please just oh okay perfect you're just just oh uh, awesome just walking Duncan Pims is like anytime she can actually see you because you're not just melding into the darkness. She has this like mild fear in her <laughs> eyes, like she, and this look like she wants to say something, but it's like now is not the time, Pims. You just need to be quiet until later. <laughs> um, Duncan, actually, I'm curious. Would Pims and uh, Billwop be able to see any markings on your body, like with the outfit that you're wearing? Because it sounds like it's fairly it fairly covers most of you. Uh, not yet, I think. They may become more apparent at a certain point, but I don't think yet there would be anything that's like, stands out just yet, no. Uh, other okay. than the shadow being quite sizable, I think, is the is the main thing that you think you'd notice mm. at the moment. That's yeah, spooky. Uh, yeah, and, and the shadow <laughs> is like fully like walking on its knuckles now behind me. Yes. Uh, yeah. The atmosphere in this place, it's dingy, it's, it's dark. For those of you who haven't been here before, I think for you, uh, Billwop, this is like the most depressing place you've ever been. 
I don't know if you've put together exactly why these young people know how to navigate this place, but like there's a real sense of just like <laughs> depression and like Child degradation. Child labor, it's so bad. Yeah. Industrial revolution sadness. This, this place has clearly not been touched by the great unifier's light. It is an accursed place. It's an abomination. Yes, and I think for both Pims and Duncan, there's like a real sense of like, even if there are no like physically, like you can't see any ghosts, you can feel like the ghosts of yourselves and your friends running down these hallways, hurrying from like the lunchroom right back down. The few times you actually did get a break, you <laughs> running back down, back to the shafts. And as you go deeper and deeper into the bowels of this place, going further down, you can tell this a lot of this place has not been really properly cleaned at all. At most, it's been like smudged around. Virtually no carpet, very Spartan. The only things that you see on the walls there's no like positive things it's like a map or like telling people like what the schedule is or what or basically like back to work like there are no breaks <laughs> yeah is your break over the answer is always yes time to lean time to clean yeah <laughs> and the deeper you go into this you start to it's like i think it's like a sense of like saltiness in the air as if like from sweat and also maybe tears, just like residue in the air as you're going deeper and deeper into this place. There's also like the feel, it's like weirdly hot from a lot of the machinery that works all day uh, down here, even though it's not running right now, that it's still not all the heat is dissipated. And after a few minutes, you finally make it back down to the familiar mine, the very last mine that you ever worked, Duncan, back when you and Pims were employed as breakers, which for the audience, essentially, this is a real thing that used to happen. They would employ mm -hmm. children in coal mines and stuff to hit the coal with rocks and break it, or just you not hit the coal with rocks, hit the whole coal with hammers to break it down so that it could be processed. And essentially what's happening here is they're hitting the, uh, the mall that Pims carries is the same one that she used to use when she was a small child working here, having to hit blocks of stone to break them open and reveal the eco ore inside. Mm, my oh my goodness. My burn it down. This is so sad. Yeah, Pims has been getting steadily more uneasy the further down they get, but is very clearly trying to put on a brave face because she's like, this is my new boss and I need to like, <laughs> I need to look good here. But also uh, childhood trauma. Yeah. I, I, def I think my shadow is getting a little uh, twitchy, maybe even a little bit hungry, actually. I think Duncan's a little bit like, okay, easy, <laughs> easy. <laughs> We're keeping a low profile. <laughs> yeah. We have one is like walking looking at this like like oh, what well, <laughs> so do, do, do the authorities know about this i'm gonna appear next to uh you and just go everything you're thinking is the worst thing like oh yeah all right but don't worry oh. like, like i said we might burn it down so it's fine please <laughs> maybe right okay <laughs> I want to cave it in. That'd be really funny. And they can't oh, get back yeah, to it. Yeah, that would be kind of cool. I need, I need Billwalk to roll. Just uh, roll an intelligence check. Like, just use your intelligence modifier. This isn't like a history thing. This is just like, essentially like logic. Oh, that's a 10. Okay. You are looking over at Zora, 
And Zora seems basically like not a fan of this place, but like as you're like, I don't think you completely make the connection between the fact that you are literally looking at someone who has jurisdiction in this area and is like basically allowing this, like from a legal mm-hmm. standpoint. But I, I think there's something about this. you look at her and you're like, I feel like the this that we're seeing here, and she not as different. Like, she may live in a real mm. nice spot. This may be a real terrible spot. I'm starting to wonder yeah. if maybe this is the kind of place where she belongs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Definitely witnessed the power that she wields. Yeah. And also the lack of doing anything about this. <laughs> yes. Is noticeable. I would like more of yes. it. I don't know what you're talking about, but... <laughs> <laughs> how the Mavericks are going I haven't said a word. I haven't said one word. I was just... Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Noted. You arrive at the opening to the mine shaft. There's essentially a conveyor belt that brings, like, little tubs of stones up and dumps them out into a trough. There's nothing in the trough other than just, like, a lot of dust and just general, like, crumbs and messiness, you would have to... Essentially, what you're looking at is having to go down the, the shaft itself. Like, I'm to climb down the mine shaft, potentially. I know this is a little undignified, but I could... Uh, I can carry you if you'd like, uh, Lady Hildebrandt. Mm, no need. Okay. I can okay, sure. climb. I think that's fine. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, With my amazing strength ability. <laughs> Six in strength. (laughs) Am I I okay to maybe assist you? Just is that like is is that okay? I've got it. You have got it. Yeah, you have. You are amazing, and I think you have it. So I. uh, But you just suggest otherwise. No, no, no. I was merely because I am under your employee. It's my job to. By the power of the unifier, you might want to go below me though, just in case I fall. Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) I'll walk down backwards with my arms outstretched. I'm taking you with me. Uh, Just not looking, just walking like along the side of the wall, just with my hands outstretched in case. Uh, Pims, uh, Pims, Billwop, and Zora. I'm going to need athletics checks or acrobatics checks, whichever is better, to climb down. This is a very, like, this is not a well-cleaned place. We did not specify this, but the technology that Billwop is talking about that made it out to the boonies finally is like an automated mending device. It will like restore things magically. By the same token, there's like automatic prestidigitation that can just clean stuff. Like you can straight up buy self-cleaning garments that just have, yep. like they mend themselves, they That's clean themselves. That's why I look perfect at all times. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> Decked out head to toe in self-cleaning gear. And yet, no one has bothered cleaning this. The amount of, like, dust and everything that's down here, you would know, Zora, for sure, extended exposure to eco-ore will have kind of, like, low-key magical effects on a person and will Mm -hmm. tend to cause minor mutations. Sometimes people just gain a little bit of, like, magical ability. Sometimes it can kind of, like... these amazing children that worked in the mines that are near me now? (laughs) Potentially, but this is, like, an exceptional case. (laughs) It's, like, a best-case scenario. Uh, A lot of times, it's people end up with, like, like one of their senses gets swapped out for some other sense, like, that most people don't even have. Sometimes it'll be, like, their tongue turns into, like, another tooth. Or, like, you're just weird things. Like, it, it, but it's, like, a gradual thing. 
just weird magical mutations that can occur, either helpful or harmful. Uh, it's not safe. To, it's and honestly not right for people to be putting anyone in this position, let alone children who are wearing no protective gear. I'm sorry, what? I can't hear you. What was that? <laughs> uh, you can't hear me over the sound of the money. That's all I hear. I'm just like in, in Vegas, like the slots are going and it's just like, oh, so much money. What did everybody get as you were climbing down this place? Can I ready myself to catch anyone if they've yes. fallen? <laughs> I got a 25. Yes. Oh, dude. Strong Pim's little nice. goblin. Pim's such a beast. Uh, I went uh, acrobatics, so I tucked my trousers into my socks so I don't get any <laughs> dust in there and uh, then picked my way down with an 18 in acrobatics. You can hear the voice of your wife, Effie, in your mind like, don't you go climbing down any dangerous spots in this city. Take care of yourself. <laughs> I spent all day washing your outfit, getting you nice and pressed and ready to go present yourself in this city. Don't you go messing it all up. Aww. <laughs> That's the sweetest. I chose the acrobatics because I had a little bit of help there, which was one uh, to my uh, 12. So it's a 13. Unfortunately, DC is 15. Oh, great. Oh, no. Hey. Great. Pims is full like Bane in, in The Dark Knight Rises, just, just climbing down <laughs> expertly, full, yeah. f just all arms. <laughs> Billwop is surprisingly deft. Correct me if I'm wrong, Billwop is like in his 40s, right? Yeah, late late 40s. So yeah. He's, yeah. So he's getting close. He's, he's, or equivalent thereof. He's encroaching on middle he's age. Got a cricket, he's got a crick on his crick in his back after that. Yeah. A little bit of, little bit of activity. Um, Very yeah. sprightly. Keeps up with his calisthenics in the morning, so, you know, you're right. Does lots of stretches and eats his Wheaties. For the audience's sake, in Mavros, in this particular world, all of the races have roughly similar uh, lifespans. So, like, you may have, like, a variation of, like, oh, the max lifespan for an elf is, like, 140 or 150 but it's all around the same lifespan it's so like a even thousand though, years <laughs> yeah like even though gnomes normally i think in DD can live to like 300 we're looking at like probably 50 ish <laughs> around the age of 50 yeah. year old gnome he's another teenager yeah, yeah. <laughs> a 50 year old teenager that is a terrifying thought meanwhile yeah. <laughs> zora i don't know when was the last time you had to physically exert yourself <laughs> It's been 30 years. <laughs> she knows exactly in her yes. head how long it's been. I remember the day. She can remember the last time like she had to yesterday. bend down to pick something up. Yeah, like, like it exactly. was that clear in her mind. She was like, oh, I won't be doing that again. <laughs> your servant like threw out their back and you had to like pick up your own food tray or something. Yeah, I had to get my slippers. I, um, yeah, I remember it. And I, I it's been a really long time. Um, I've been so buttoned up. I just like literally my clothes because they are that have that magic cleaning everything. I just it just everything holds me in and I, I don't know what to do when I have to actually move outside of <laughs> outside of my office and outside of the church. You make it maybe five, ten feet down before the slipping starts. Like you can't uh -huh. get a good grip on this chain that you're trying to hold on to. Mm -hmm. And it's starting to like as you're holding on, it's starting to like cut into your hands a little bit. Uh, oh, and you no. start to... They're so delicate. There's no calluses whatsoever. They're like the softest, sweetest, most beautiful hands. Just <laughs> ripping on this. Ugh. Yeah, it's a rough one. I need you to make a deck saving throw with okay, advantage, great. though, because Duncan is there trying to just uh, essentially bolster Save my you. ass. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> oh, okay, great. Thank you. That's a dirty 20. Hey! hey. Yeah. You start to slide, and Duncan, who has barely gone down, just reaches and puts his hands, like, against... I'm assuming you're wearing heels. 
Oh, yes. Definitely. <laughs> of course. Uh, definitely of course. supports your heel. Just <laughs> They're like perfect little boots, you know, just like they've got like a little like fun little flair at like the heel. You know, they're very cute. I imagine like, yeah, little witchy yeah. boots. I think I, maybe maybe like I don't tell uh, Zora, but like I've just put my hands under her boots and I'm just like, she thinks she's stepping against the wall and she's just absolutely <laughs> like, I'm just like, basically walking her down. <laughs> and then I get down there and I tell him, you see, I told you i didn't need your help <laughs> that you did yeah yep. perfectly capable individual of course it was very impressive really quite i impressive. probably should have brought gloves with me though i don't oh, know what i was thinking. so i immediately pull out her gloves i'm so i didn't think to tell you at the top I, I, of course i always bring this with me sorry here you are i, I do have to bring out her, her moisturizer as well and be like initiate <laughs> <laughs> thank you i just lay my hands out and i expect yeah. you to do it <laughs> <laughs> Those of you who like were climbing down separate from, I guess, this little interaction, you might have seen like the the gigantic arms of the shadow like reaching up around her, almost like but like holding mm. back as if it's just like it's all like vibrating with hunger. Like you can see like a heavy heaving, uh, like a heavy breathing as it's coming down. You, you see one hand as I'm helping uh, Zora down, just slap the shadow, like my own hand slap <laughs> the shadow, and then like like it was nothing. <laughs> Just like, ah, shut up. You guys make it to the bottom here. You know that like deeper in this place are normally uh, people breaking off the stone and like loading the chunks of stone into the tub containers that are then carried along the conveyor belt. So you basically have to follow down the mine shaft. You don't know exactly where this was. You know that it used to be people back in the day, but nowadays it's it's usually like automatic breakers scraping away at the walls. All of it's turned off now. But as you guys follow the path down, you hear, because this is, I don't think it needs to be a check. This is a, this is a sh mine shaft. Sound is going to echo. As you all are walking, you hear voices. You hear several voices. Uh, although, you know, I will need one perception check specifically from Bill Wop. I need a perception check from Bill Wop. Oh, that's a shame. That is a natural two. Ah. Which goes up to an eight. A shout out to the two crew. Sad. Shout out to the two crew. You can all hear there appear to be just like a mixture of people. You're not sure exactly how many people there are down here, but it sounds like several. As you guys creep closer, and this is like, this is not like, oh, a couple minutes of strolling. This is like, you would have to walk for a good 20 minutes. Because you're like, as you're walking along, you're not really seeing any sign of where this rock might have come from. And Pims, when you happened upon it, you delved into like kind of like a manhole thing. Like you went down like a manhole cover, were sneaking around some of the uh, inactive sewer lines and had gone like into basically one of the various caves, like the underground caves and weird spots in the city. Yeah, essentially she had gone down into the sewers to escape from something and then kind of knew that she could get into the mines by like going a certain way, breaking through something. And so kind of just like bundled her way in, not knowing specifically what part of it it would be, but just knowing that it would be there. Pims has a very, very good knowledge of like the layout of her part of the mm -hmm. city. Yeah, she has the, um, the city secrets feature. Yeah. Okay, exactly. So you have like basically a very strong mental map and you can kind of feel like your position. Uh, I imagine you're able to guide the group uh, down like various spots. And after about 20, 30 minutes of walking that you start to hear these voices and you can tell you're getting very close to where you were. 
you're well within a mile, like well under a mile of where you were when you found that stuff. But you do hear a bunch of voices. What would you guys like to do? Can we tell anything about the voices? Yeah, I'm wondering that too. Like, are they friendly voices? Age, gender, oh, they're definitely, language. It's a range of genders. Uh, definitely adults. And it sounds like they're speaking common. All right. Is there a way to get closer so we can hear what they're saying, what they're talking about? I just, I want to know more. I mean, absolutely. People don't tend to look up. I could have a sneak in and see. Maybe. Duncan, and I might just tell you to do it. I might just tele- telepathically tell you to go do it. Sure. <laughs> Duncan just immediately turns around and starts walking. He'll be right back. He's just going to go check on something for me. He's like, goes to follow him, and then it's like, okay. It spins back okay. around. <laughs> Can I just um, uh, um, see if there are any uh, small creatures uh, uh, about? Uh, oh, and get some intel from the creatures. Or, or rats or... Yeah. or, or uh, roll roll a little perception check for some creatures, for some critters. Some magical okay. creatures. Feeling very encanto right now, if anyone hasn't seen that yet. I just watched it the other <laughs> day. So good. Yeah. So good. I love it so much. I've seen it twice. Mm. My, yep. my Spotify is just that soundtrack right now. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, that'll be a 20. Hey. Ooh. 20. You see that crawling along the stones, like through kind of the broken down rubble of this mine shaft, is the longest and most legged centipede you have ever seen in your life. Ooh, you get the sense of like a kind of a faint glow off of it, as if like prolonged exposure to all of the magical ore down here, the eco ore, has just kind of warped it a little bit. Some of its legs look weirdly muscular as well, and it's inconsistently hard. Like the carapace, its exoskeleton looks soft in some places and really hard in others. Oh. It's it's just weird little centipede crawling along. Oh, hello there. You're, you're a mighty, mightily impressive young sir, aren't you? Look at all those legs. Very nice. The centipede, like, rises up. And this thing is, like, the size of the centipede in, like, um, Prometheus. <laughs> Where it, like, the weird snake thing mm. that rises up in Prometheus. It's full, like, two feet tall. Wow. It just, like, whoa. Oh, like, so it's, rises like, up, and like looks up to my, like, chest, chest then. <laughs> as, yeah, as a three foot tall long, <laughs> like... and you could see that like it's it oh has several sets of mandibles just stacked one after another wow. uh each one seems to be dripping a different color liquid and it's just sort of floating there in front of you sort of like regarding you wow uh well uh i, I won't keep you but i don't suppose you're going down that way are you the centipede looks back at you, and you see some of his arms just kind of shrug. Well, uh, if you do, uh, do you mind if I just uh, hitchhike on you for a second? Just uh, just uh, mentally, not physically. Uh, roll a persuasion check. <laughs> centipede. Oh, uh, that'll be a, a 17 oh. for uh, persuasion. Go on. <laughs> it just kind of gives another shrug and like lowers its head a little bit. Oh, well, thank you. All right, then. And I will... Um, I will then cast um, Beast Sense on the centipede and uh, attempt to uh, hear and see what it sees as it travels through this tunnel. Uh, The centipede, I feel like, doesn't need to roll a stealth check because it's a centipede. Even if they see it, it's a centipede. It scuttles down just... You like can hear the movement of its body and stuff, and like the the legs and everything as the motion passes up and down the body. And kind of like, you know how like centipede legs Mm -hmm. will have like the waves of motion? 
Uh, it's definitely that kind of an effect uh, as it scuttles down the shaft alongside Duncan, who's like walking along. Duncan, I'm imagining like when Zora told you to go, you just heard like that same sinister whisper from when you were praying, like, go ahead. And you just immediately yep. knew like, okay. I just immediately like jumped onto the ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> and then started walking along the ceiling. I need a stealth check from Duncan, please. Okay. Do we still have Path Without Trace? Has it been... It's like an hour, right? I'll say you have it for a little bit. Like, you have it for a few minutes longer. Okay, cool. Whoosh. Oh, man. Uh, 33. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> we briefly forget that Duncan exists. No one has ever seen Duncan. Duncan, uh... <laughs> All photo records of Duncan suddenly, like, he just fades out of the photographs. Full Marty McFly. It's just a shadow. <laughs> you uh, glide across the ceiling as the centipede scuttles below. You sort of crawl into the mineshaft, and you see there's, like, a dip that you have to climb down. The track ended a little bit back there. You're having to climb through some, like, nooks and crannies now uh, to kind of get in mm -hmm. here. And as you reach the mouth of this cave, a cavern... The likes of which, frankly, uh, and I've been saying this quite a bit, but you've never seen anything like this before in your life. It mm. resembles a temple or some kind of, like, religious place, possibly, but, like, it's made out of these huge pillars of stone and carved over practically every inch of this place are those same kinds of mysterious glowing runes. And I think... I think as you climb down here, you feel like your the the marks on your arms start to like heat up. Like the marks that are on your body, it's not not too like a, a painful place, but almost where it's just like, ooh, like you're starting to get sweaty. Whatever magic is on you is like resonating with this place. You see all kinds of symbols. Like this room is brightly lit as a result. And you see what appears to be an array of individuals, probably six or seven individuals in various like lab oh. coats. Do I recognize them? Well, you don't recognize the lab coats, but you recognize the people in the uniforms around them. Uh, right. There are some mysterious individuals in, like, a very distinctive navy blue suit, where it's, like, a solid navy blue, but with, like, a single pinstripe down the arms, down each arm and down the side of the pant legs. And you see that a number of these individuals look armed, you see there are some straight-up machine guns. You see there's, like, an array of weapons. Some of them look like they might be capable of magic as well. Some of them are carrying melee weapons of various kinds. And you see them essentially uh, going around. There is a Kenku among them who is, like, looking at each individual rune and is, like, drawing it according to memory, and, and other people, like, with, like, some kinds of various scientific equipment that appear to be, like, reading levels of things, just investigating this place. This place is humming with activity, and I think magical energy is what you're picking up, just in the way that your, the marks on your body are resonating with this spot. And Billwop, you, through the centipede's eyes, would see all of this, but in weird colors, because you're, like, <laughs> looking through, like, the centipede's, <laughs> way, the centipede's eyes, so everything is like, whoa. <laughs> there are colors <laughs> that gnomes can't normally see right now. <laughs> and it's almost distracting enough that at first you don't notice your niece standing there in a lab coat among uh, the rest of the people what? investigating. Oh, dear. Yo, no. You see Happy herself 
Happy Wunkle, uh, well, Happy's her nickname, Hapney Wunkle, uh, wearing a lab coat. Her skin looks very weird colors through these eyes, and everything looks like weirdly compounded and like distorted. You cannot mistake her. She's whip smart. She's always had kind of like a a manner that suggests she's not that interested in the people around her, but she looks absolutely like she's concentrating very hard, that is, on what she's doing. Hey. Is it is it clear what she's working on? Is there a is there a sort of visible uh, contraption or or something that she's 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 doing right now or is it something? She has one of those reading devices that she's like setting on the stone. It appears to have some kind of a meter that is showing like you see like filling up higher and higher. You're not sure what the meter is for, but it's clearly reading some high levels of something. Uh, you hear her mention like off the charts writing something and she's taking copious notes uh and i think both of you notice the kenku that's there is just straight copying image for image every symbol that's down here and it's it's like there's a full-on operation going on Whew. duncan thinks to himself i have not been told to kill anyone so i should just go back <laughs> uh. yes i think i think i will uh retreat back to inform the others of what i've seen and see what we should do next Okay. And you know what you also would have noticed, and I did not mention this, on those lab coats are the uh, Kauta Manufacturing logo. Okay. okay. You don't see them on, like, the suit jackets, but you see them on the... On the uh, and, and these suit jackets, um, are these the same suit jackets that came for me? Yes. That's th- okay, that's what I was... Yeah, yeah, that's what I was saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. I thought you were... Yeah, yeah. I just wanted to yeah. double check. Okay. Uh, while while uh, Pims was waiting for the others to get back, I think, like, you said that she... She know she can tell that she's close to mm-hmm. the place where, basically, she like found these runes before. Um, can she like feel that in the markings on her body as well? Yeah, I think like as you're standing there, you've stopped moving. Mm-hmm. You just feel like a. It's almost like a glow. Mm-hmm. It may not be visibly glowing, but you feel like it's almost like a dull throb coming from the marks on your arms as well. She kind of like is like looking down at them at first and then starts kind of like rubbing them and then like scratching at them a little bit. Tries to like tries to do it when Zora isn't looking at her <laughs> but is very clearly like fidgety and then kind of like looks down the passage where uh, where Duncan and Bill Wop went and she's kind of like she wants to go. <laughs> she wants to see the room again. I think with my 33 I just appear next to the, <laughs> next to all of them <laughs> and just so so you're not going to believe uh, <laughs> what I saw. Uh... At that point, so uh, PC, uh, PC Wonkle snaps out of the centipede, I think just before this moment, and goes, ah, and then turns around and, and uh, Duncan appears and he goes, <laughs> <laughs> And then for no Don't reason worry. just turns out to Pims. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> you looked as if you've seen a ghost, Bill. Uh, are you all right? Oh... Oh, oh, don't mind me. Uh, mm. Mm. I'm Ooh. going to mind you. What did you mm. see? Yeah, can, mm. you, can you tell us what you saw? Mm. Can, we, can yeah. we go there? Can we go down well, there? And I'm going to go into his head while he's humming and hawing and it's just a tell me. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was all a bit trippy. I think Duncan might be able to give you a, a slightly better account of what was actually going on, but I, I'm pretty sure I saw a uh, 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 someone... Um, maybe there. So if we are gonna go in and, and do some some sneaking and stuff, let's maybe not uh, be 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 too go in. Uh, you know, uh, guns, weapons, blazing, or anything like that. Uh, let's not be hasty. You you know someone who works for these assholes? Well, I thought I did, but my my, she's certainly taken 
taken a different path to the last time I saw her. Oh, oh dear, her mothers are going to be furious. Who is it? My, 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 my niece. Uh, she came to the city for an education. She's, she's the first person who's, who's left Gerstley in a, in a generation or two. Well, we just thought she was going to gonna get, get uh, clued up on all this new automation stuff that's coming into the, uh, into the village and, and bring it back to us. But she, she, she decided to stay and she's been out there for, for, uh, for some years now. Um, uh, we thought she was doing well. She's a very hard-headed lass. She's got knowledge and, and intellect beyond any of us, rest of us in the village. And, well, she's not very good at staying in touch. So uh, we just kind of assumed she was fine. But, well... There she is, doing whatever dodgy dealings is happening in this cavern. Well, Duncan, what did you gather from um, the dodgy dealings? What did you hear? Um, well, basically, th- there's some sort of uh, experiment happening on, on the runes. I think you'd probably be better having a look, but, I mean, it's it, whatever is in there, it's not good, and it, it's certainly not good for, for the city. If if w- w- if they succeed in whatever they're doing, I, I, I think that that little nugget you've got in your pocket is, is the beginning of, of whatever there is they're planning, and it, it, that doesn't seem good to me at all. In fact, that very nugget, I think there's probably a, the faintest of glows coming from Bill Wop's pocket where the orb is being kept. Yeah, at this point, he's going to just pull it out and just be like, this has been happening a bit recently. Uh, anybody got any ideas what this might be? It's never happened before. It's close to the runes and the magic and stuff. So it's probably reactive. My, my runes feel weird. Yeah, I'll, I'll maybe this will be the first time Duncan will willingly show you. Zora has probably seen it before, but yeah, I'll lift my uh, like sleeve up and along the sort of black skin, uh, a bit kind of like Nightcrawler esque um, uh, with the kind of etchings. It's like it's like these sort of eldritch runes, but they're so small and they're clumped together like there's like veins uh, running across the skin, but they're slightly raised. Like yeah, like those like kind of little raised like markings almost. Like they were burned um, on almost. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so they 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 kind of look like black veins kind of extending up of uh, up the side of his arms. And he goes, yeah, these are. Um, I might even say like being this close to the magic, they almost look like they're like moving a little bit, like uh, a little mm. bit like almost like little worms or something, just like under a skin. Like it's a little. I'm like, that's not that's not great. So Lily and that lot back at the orphanage weren't lying. You did get weird magic shit down here as well. Um, yeah, I did. Yeah. Um. Oh. I uh, I, I'm a bit concerned that I don't necessarily think that we could um stop whatever's happening in there, unless anyone has the means for a cave in. Uh, maybe that could be. <laughs> I mean, if I can. Why are we stopping? Excuse me, but why are we stopping what's going on down there? Oh, I just, if that was what, I don't know if that was what everyone wanted to, to happen. Maybe you just want to go in and talk Are you to feeling them. an urge to stop what's happening there? And you too, Pims. Um, I mean, when I found my runes, it was in a room that hadn't been dug into yet. It was still separate from the rest of the mines, so I guess they found their way there and... The people who had us working for them weren't exactly nice or kind, and I can't imagine they'd do good stuff with the things they found in there. I just think that if this power was to be in anyone's hands, I'd rather it be in yours, uh, Lady Hildebrandt, rather than in theirs, because I do not have a great uh, opinion of uh, Mr. Damien Mathers, so, you know, that, that's where I'm, I'm coming from, but, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll do whatever you think is best. They... 
they'll probably do bad things with it. Oh, they'll definitely do bad things with it. You know, I don't mind necessarily doing bad things. Everyone does bad things, but, you know. Don't you all want money, and don't you all want power, to some respect? Hmm. <gasps> Were you saying something, Bill? I would say a silver piece earned in good nature is worth a gold piece earned through nefarious means. Uh, that's that's what I always say. That just uh, doesn't make. That doesn't I make feel any like sense. nobody yeah, here no. agrees with wait, that. Wait, what? No, right. Yeah, that's really... Okay. <laughs> You've not been here in this city long, have you? <laughs> Ugh, I feel like I've been here for a really long time, actually. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just today. Just today. <laughs> Zora, could you please roll me just a d20? Yeah. Gladly. Ooh, mystery 20. Okay. Okay. A mystery 20. Do you want to know the number? Yes, please. <laughs> Thir- <No>. 13. <laughs> okay, thank you. Carry on as you were. Uh, uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> so this is a turning point. We found the source where they are very close, I think, to discovery of some of the final pieces needed for absolute power of the city. Zora, roll me a history check. Sure. Um, that's a dirty 20. I think Zora has a pretty decent map of her territory in particular, like in a mental map of her territory. Mm-hmm. And I think you would also have a, a decent idea of like where, for example, your rivals or enemies' territories begins and ends. If you had to guess, when Mr. Kim was talking about wanting to buy some land underground, you could swear, just based on the fact that where you are, you are probably near the edge of the Mathers, like, uh, Kauta manufacturing territory, mm-hmm. which would mean where they are currently excavating could very well be in that locate, like, that plot of land that, that they were trying uh, to buy. Mr. Mm-hmm. Mathers is wanting to buy. Now, you have not done any examination of what happened to Duncan. You have not really, you've seen Pims has weird markings as well. You've seen this rock, but you haven't really done much examination of all of this. But mm-hmm. you do know that if what they found is similar to the, to the rock, the orb, then it would have contained eco ore, which is like raw magical energy. It's possible that like whatever's down there definitely involves some kind of a magical energy. There's a very good chance that like that is what they're trying to buy. Whatever the Kauta's up to, Mathers wants that in particular. There's something connecting you all, and there's a reason you're all here with me right now. We may have the greatest opportunity at this moment in time to seize power of this city because the most powerful man in the city wants what's behind that door. So kill them. Kill? No. No, I don't think we want to kill them right now because they're so close to whatever the discovery is. I need them to make the discovery, but I need us to keep whatever they discover. Uh Aha. Okay. Maybe we could wait until they leave and then just, you know, follow and find an opportune moment to take whatever they've discovered. Or should we take it now? Is that what you're thinking? Did they already discover it? Mm. Bill, what's that face? You look well, unsure they, right now. Do they, do they need the land before they dis- make the discovery? No, I think they've taken it. 
They're digging on unsanctioned land, which is the city's at the moment right now. They came today to our office to buy it. Right. Or not outright buy it, but they're making a bid for it, I believe, at our city council meeting tomorrow night. Ah. Right. Bill, what is that face? Well... You look new. Yeah. Uh, I'm just wondering, uh, well, if there's a way that we can maybe, I don't know, uh, talk this out with them, maybe come up with some kind of a a deal that benefits everyone, uh, maybe this orb could be useful in that respect. You should put that back in your pocket, because someone's going to come and grab that directly out of your hands if they see you. I put it back in my pocket. (laughs) (laughs) I put it back in my pocket, because somebody's going to come and grab it from my hand. Yes, they will. Um, <laughs> but Bill, if you if you point out who your niece is to us, like we won't kill her, obviously. Oh well, that's very thoughtful of you. Thank you, Pims. I t- take out a little book. Um, Bill does little uh, charcoal sketches in his spare time, and so he take he flips flips a few pages in, and uh, and finds the little sketch that he did um, of Happy, um, and shows it to everyone. It just says, um, you know, I'm not saying we should. Start killing willy nilly as soon as we go in. But if you do, uh, may, please, please, please don't kill my niece. That would be nice. Um, full disclosure. I when I sort of go, it, there's, there's, it's, it's a little uh, unruly at times. But I will do everything I can. I won't. I won't harm her. I'll do my best. So what we're saying is, there's no guarantees, Bill. As that we wasn't go in there. reassuring, right? Well. The thing is, is also, we're just going to be in a, if there's a combat situation, then there's going to be crossfire, there's going to be, you know, and right. I'm just saying that you, well, I, what in I, that maybe case, I might suggest I'm just going to gonna make you, it my priority to, uh, yes, yeah, yeah, again, again, yeah, again remove have her from the situation, way. then, then th- that way's better. <laughs> Probably. Done. It is. Yeah. Uh, it is at this point that you all notice the footsteps approaching towards you from the direction of the voices. Uh, there it sounds like there's a few footsteps heading towards you, just echoing down the mine shaft. What would you like to do? Someone's coming. Uh, do you think they heard us? We were talking quite a lot. Mm, probably. Whoops. Um, just draws her more. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not. I'm not going to start killing anyone. I just. I just want to uh, um, be prepared. What are the rest of you doing? I am one with the shadows uh, <laughs> when I'm in a dim lit or dark area, and uh, I'm invisible until I move. So I'm just gonna. Oh, nice! Wow. Is that is that an invocation? I believe it's just one of my. I think it's my just yeah. Oh. My, one of my actions. I you believe just that you just that you just that fly. I'll <laughs> hop on the ceiling again and uh, try to hide as much as possible. Mm. Uh, Pims will look at uh, Bill and be like, "Hey, like we're we're pretty small. Like we can't do the shadowy shit, but we might just hide behind some rocks or something and just like." Be ready, and she's like holding up her mall in front of her face. Yes. Yeah. Well, let's just hope they they scooch on by. Uh, yeah. And I potter yeah. over to a, to wherever the nearest good hiding spot is, and and try and try and hide there. Yeah. Yeah. will follow. As you guys hear these footsteps approaching, you hear. Why do I? We should really bring some kind of piss pot. I shouldn't have to walk this far away <laughs> just to take a piss. Like coming down the hallway, you see one of these individuals in the blue suits. 
uh, just walking towards you, heavily armed with a full-on, like, Thompson submachine gun, just walking down, full, like, full circular uh, magazine and everything, just walking down Uh there. Most of you are going to have to be seen. There is not really much of an opportunity. You can try and roll initiative to try and beat this person, but, like, there's not enough room in this mineshaft for you all to avoid being seen. Seeing that they're going to be seen, could I attempt to stealth towards this person before he gets to them? And I... I would I would basically like to attempt to drop on them and grapple them. I think what we're going to need to do is roll initiative. Sure. If you go ahead of this person, yeah. then you can get after them and get the drop on them, and I'll let you have surprise. Cool. If they beat all of you, then they will have arrived at a spot where they can be like, oh, dang, and then, you know, uh, then unleash. it kicks off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, okay. <gasps> oh, boy. Everybody roll initiative. No. 16 for Pims. Not bad. Okay. 17. Okay. 23. Damn! Ooh, okay. 23 for Bill Wop. Uh, 16 Uh-oh. for Pims. There's a face. What are we Terry's, looking Terry's at? Terry's doing a oh, face. No. What oh, are we God. looking at, Zora? <laughs> you mean my natural one? Oh, I mean, it's fine. Oh, no. <laughs> That's a two. That's a two for, for Zora. Okay. It's, it's fine. fine. It's not fine. <laughs> I'm 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 invisible right now anyway. You so. to, yeah. You yeah, you're fine. You're fine. Well, before we get anything further, the first to act is actually Bill Wop. Thank oh boy. Uh, Bill Wop, you are basically hiding. You hear the footsteps getting closer and closer. I'm just saying, sometimes you gotta go. This is on me. This is on me. I should have worn the self-cleaning underwear. It solved all my problems. Oh, uh, what would you like to do? Um, oh, oh no. Oh, mm, er, all right. Uh, calmness. Uh, we can we can resolve this. Uh, yeah. And I am going to cast a web uh, on the area that they are in. Use one of my uh, my little swarmy swarmy swarmkeeper magic stuff. I'm going to cast web where they are. Nice. Um, and okay. then uh, if that's my action, then I'm going to use my... Is that a dex That is a... Uh, yeah, I think not right now. Um, okay, they're about to walk into it. Uh, yeah, I think when you start... Uh, yeah, when on, the, on their turn, they'll have to make a dex save, so they're good for now. And okay. I'm just going to sort of stand... Stand out front, <laughs> walk into the middle of the cavern, and just put my hand out and say, "Stop! In the name of the law!" And just hope for the best. Uh, oh. All right, you Bill Wop, you stand there and <laughs> poo, heroically uh, hand out after having cast a web. What does the web look like? As it like spreads across. Uh, the mouth of the 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 mine shaft. Uh, you know when you walk into like uh, if you've ever been uh, out in out into the country and you've gone into like a really old dilapidated barn and there's just layers and layers of differently aged webs from like the new ones in the middle to then cobwebs getting covered and covered in layers of dust. It's kind of that kind of uh, kaleidoscopic uh, sort of cube all the way out to the edge. Oh, I love it. Um, you see, like, as you step out, is that the end of your turn? Uh, yes, I was, uh, I'm new to rangers, so I was gonna do a hunter's mark thing, but I, uh, can't do that because there's concentration involved in those things. So, I'm good. Mm. I'm uh, good. It's true. It's true. All right, you stand there, hand out, you hear, oh god, intruders! Gun comes up, 
complete opens fire. Just um, I'm going to need I'm going to need you to make a dexterity saving throw. And actually, this is an AOE. Was anyone within ten feet of our boy Bill Wop? Uh, so I think Bill Wop and Pim said like hidden behind a rock just mm-hmm. as he was coming out. So I don't know if that still puts. Pim's I'll say that I'll say that you have advantage because him. of cover. Has the creature made a um, mm-hmm. made a, uh, a a deck saving throw at the start of his turn before opening fire? He basically stopped. He stopped right away as soon as he saw you and did not advance. But if you want, I can. Yeah, I can. You can say that you cast it basically where he was walking. So as he was touching it, you said this. So uh, what happens? Because maybe he doesn't open fire. Uh, let me make this deck save. Oh, if it's a reaction, then it doesn't matter. If it's not his turn, then it's a, then that's fine. Uh, it is his turn, actually. Oh, well, in that case, yeah, it just says each creature that starts its turn in the webs or that enters them during its turn must make a dexterity saving throw. We'll, we'll count it as him having entered the webs immediately before this so that he starts his turn in the webs. He rolled, however, a natural 19. Oh, he's probably uh, fine then. Yes. Uh, unfortunately, he yeah. does not have a big minus to dex at all. Um, I'm going to need, yeah, both Pims. Pims, you have advantage on the deck save. Uh, and I was and, on the ceiling, so up to you. Uh, I'm going to say the ceiling of this is would put you within range. I'm, I'll say that this whole thing is only like 10 feet high. Sure. Like it's a mine shaft, so it's not going to be sure. that big. So we're all rolling for this is what you're saying. Uh, yeah, I guess everybody is. Yeah. Uh... This is not a ranged weapon attack. This is AOE. So it's I... a, yeah. He's well. He's making it with a ranged weapon, but because it's automatic fire, it's essentially AOE. Okay, I'm just checking. I can't deflect missiles here. So, <laughs> but I'm assuming um, if it's AOE, then I won't be able yeah, to. Yeah, unfortunately, it's an AOE situation. There's too many bullets to deflect. Oh, that's a uh, 22 though for my deck save. Okay. 14 for. It's a DC 15 on this one. Oh. So let me know oh. if you hit a 15. Well, oh, sad. Uh, what do I need to roll for damage? Oh, I, got no, an roll, I will roll uh, damage for you. Uh, you take um, you take 15 points. You hear voices echoing now as the, as like this is an enclosed space. So this is like echoing very loud. Uh, and you hear the voices down further down in the shaft yelling, hey, what's going on? He's like, there's intruders. There's intruders. One of them's a cop. Constable. A constable. Constable. <laughs> it's very important I get that right before I kill this person. <laughs> That's actually going to be Duncan's turn. Oh. Uh, sorry, did, is there a high, were people who failed the save past the save? Oh, yeah, 15, uh, yes, if you got if you got fifteen or higher, I got a dirty twenty. Oh, okay. Well, in that case, uh, you take half. So eight. I round up the, with I round up eight. with this sort of thing. Eight. How far away do you think you would have cast this web? Like fifteen feet? Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, it was I basically centered it on wherever these folks were so okay um, i'll say you got him 15 feet away so very within range of everybody's within range of each other duncan it's all you buddy okay uh, i think my shadow has had more than enough of this waiting around nonsense mm-hmm. uh <laughs> and i'm going to as a bonus action activate my eldritch claw tattoos you see the shadow's claws basically like rake up the sides of my arm the veins almost seem to like burst open and shadows come out of them and my own arms now have the same sort of distended look uh that the shadow did and uh it's uh, time to get to work so i'm going to how far away am i from him 15 feet 
Perfect. I stay exactly where I am and I start uh, using melee attacks on this guy. <laughs> <laughs> that is amazing. Uh, uh, so you just like stand up and just start throwing punches? Uh, yeah, and as I throw my punches, you see like my own fist comes out. The, the shadow's fist extends out further and uh, hits into them. So let's see. Uh, that's a 19. Definitely hits. Second attack is a dirty 20. Both of those hit. Sick. I'm going to use a key point to use Hand of Harm as well. So this is now 5d6. Wow. 15, hefty. 16 on the dice plus 16. Sweet. Okay. Uh, 32. <laughs> 32 points Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Uh, you see Duncan just... Wah! starts ragdolling this guy. Oh my goodness. I don't need to piss anymore. Uh, Just sort of staggering. Uh, This dude is so badly hurt. With the last one, I just full like uppercut this guy and move him five feet away from us. (laughs) He's just fully like is thrown off his feet five feet back. He is rocked by that. If the shadow had a voice, it would be howling right now, like with joy at finally being unleashed on this guy. Uh, do you have anything else you'd like to do, or is that it for you? I think that is it. I'm just. You have gonna... a bonus action. You have a. No, I use my. I activated my Eldritch. Um, uh, oh, my, bonus. My, okay, my, gotcha. My to, to to do that. So, oh, actually, can I use? Sorry, I'll use my movement and just stand directly in front of Zora. Okay. Uh, put myself in between Zora and th- this this guy. Aww. Don't R, you pay me for it. <laughs> I know, but you don't have to go above and beyond, though. I mean, it says in my contract, take it. bullets for me. <laughs> I feel like the R is like, oh, he knows his place. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Then that means it's Pims. Uh, is this guy still alive? <laughs> yeah, uh, he's a, he's a tough he's a tough cookie, but that that one he can't take another one of those. He cannot take another one of those. Pims is just like ah fuck this, and then comes like running over the top of the rock she was hiding behind, and just like using her boots of springing striding, leaps off the entire distance towards this guy in the air. Bonus action, giant's might, yes. and she like steadily turns massive as she brings down the mall, which is oh growing giant God. with her, and like slams it down. <laughs> By the time you land, you are basically filling the passageway because uh, you are now a large creature. You are basically just you basically like you don't yeah, even really yeah. land. You just grow until you meet the ground. Like, you yeah. just, and then just hit this man. Roll an attack. That's oh my goodness. But you know it's bludgeoning damage, so it can be non-lethal. That's true. Yeah, if you want to, if you want to knock him unconscious, that's absolutely fine. Duncan was not uh, attempting non-lethal damage with his bludgeoning. <laughs> not a chance. Uh, Seventeen to hit. Seventeen hits. Cool, and that's two d six for the mall, one d six for giants of night, which will be 10, 13, 17 damage. With her first attack. Is this going to be non-lethal? Because that's enough to put him out. Since we hadn't quite decided, I think she's going more for like the just like knock him out really hard, and mm-hmm. then we can like question some people or like figure out what they're doing down here. Okay, he is sent it like you crack him in the head. He bounces off the wall, collapses to the ground unconscious in a little puddle. And at this point, you all hear voices 
from down the way. Now, Duncan and Bilwa, when you were scouting, you saw that there were seven scientists, mm. but there were a full mm. eight guards. You've taken out one, and now you hear voices and footsteps running in your direction. I, I don't know if you guys have ever had this experience when the DM is sort of very much suggesting... Uh, I feel like a course of action. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I just want to be transparent, just so you know. (laughs) We will find out what decision you all decide to make next time. Outrageous. Outrageous. When we resume, it will be Zora's turn. Uh, Uh, I actually have a second attack. (laughs) When we resume, it will be Pims' turn to decide whether she charges the rest of the people. She's like, maybe it's time to go. As you like fill this, fill this chamber. Uh, thank you all so much for listening. I uh, uh, hope you all enjoyed it. Thank you all to our players. This was a, an absolute blast to play. I guess we'll go ahead and go through the plugging once more. Uh, Jasper, you don't really have anything to plug? Uh, our guests and uh, I, 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 I love Arcane on Netflix. Please go watch that. It's just the most beautiful <laughs> animation in the world. So go check that out. Uh, wonderful. Thank you for plugging Arcane. You're uh, Johnny, do you have anything to plug? Oh, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, actually, also Arcane. It's it so really good. Is so good. Mm. They it's actually very, did do an advert on our good. show, so I probably should. I should probably wait for them to really? like, pay us again. Oh, so. <laughs> I've, heard, I've heard nothing but good things about Arcane. It's I, really now that good. I hear that, I really have heard nothing mm-hmm. good things about the good. Yeah, things it's about really, that really show. good, actually. Yeah, they did yeah. an advert on our show, Jeremy. <laughs> oh man, there Thank. you go. <laughs> yeah. Uh, j- thanks, Arcane. <laughs> 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 this show brought to you by Arcane. I mean, this uh, this <laughs> this episode wasn't sponsored by Arcane, but a, a previous yeah. one was. <laughs> yeah, and really, when you sponsor an episode, you sponsor the whole dang show. Exactly. Uh, Johnny, do you have anything else to plug in addition to Arcane? Oh, uh, apart from Arcane, oh yeah, no, I have an Instagram. It's at the underscore lonely underscore orchestra. I do musical stuff on there, and if you want. Uh, me to write you, produce you some music for uh, your private D&D campaign, podcast, uh, short film, or if you just want a piece of music that sounds like it's from the Arcane soundtrack but is legally distinct from the Arcane yes. soundtrack, <laughs> then uh, do get in touch. <laughs> nice. Johnny has great experience with this. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm not sure where Johnny had to write the music before. Uh, very, great experience with this. Oh, very gifted. So good. So, uh, so funny. We'll ha- we, we, do, we need to remember this and we'll share this on uh, one of the, we'll do one of our Patreon episodes uh, uh, where we talk about Mavros. We'll have to talk about this episode. Uh, yes. Maybe talk, we'll call, what should we call them? Should we call them, uh, should we call them city chats, twilight chats? Ooh, chats at twilight. Twilight chin wags. Chats at twilight. That's not bad. Uh, we'll come up with something. We'll up with uh, name, yeah. ter- Terry, do you have anything pl- to plug and do you have any suggestions for the name of uh, whatever the talk back show for this is going I to be. really like where you're going with it right now. Um, I, I like Twilight Chat Facts, but it just makes me think of we're going to talk about Twilight, which is a whole nother show. But, <laughs> you can do that. Um, I'm super down for that, though, too. Like, you have no idea. I'll talk about glittery vampires all day. Um, <laughs> but you can find me talking about scary movies at Horror Movie Survival Guide. Um, it's a weekly podcast that is going on almost five years now. Dear goodness. Hitting our 250th episode soon. Yes. Yeah, thank you. It's wild. I can't believe it. Um, a great show, too, by and, the way. 
Thank you. Oh, thank you. Mm. Yeah, we we like to get super spoiler heavy. Terry, you got to let me on this show. I am such a big movie fan. I'm telling you. Oh my god, you. I know. I know the list. I, I also love. I also love horror movies. You're not like you're not Keenan from Keenan and Kel, so you know what I mean. I'm not. Yes, I'm not Keenan Thompson, but maybe you can or let Pat me. Oh, we have the list. You know I mean? is, the list is <laughs> the list is long. I definitely want. I, I want everybody the on the show. Just have a plot <laughs> and where. I, we're just covered a movie that I was in that we haven't, I hadn't even done for like, we, we it came out last year, like last summer and we're finally getting to it. Okay. So I a hundred percent get it. The backlog is long, but we let, we'll get to it. The show just keep, we just keep doing it. So Around episode point, 300, we'll episode 300, yes, Jeremy Cobb. We will have you on within, within, I'll say within the year. Okay. It'll, it'll happen. I believe it. Um, just scheduling always, you know, mm, we do. you know, we do. Yeah, we do. We do. We do. We do. We biggest shot you're like we me. want this and this i'm like i want those things too but we got to make the time and find it um yeah. i do a lot of other stuff too I'm, I'm a member of ripley improv i'm a member of diversity higher comedy which is a sketch and improv team we're working on a pilot right now so there's a lot of stuff that's that i'm working on that's like gonna be happening so keep a lookout if you want to follow me at terrygamble.com or at the terry gamble on facebook twitter and instagram um and i usually keep updates there um but yeah yeah awesome uh, and last but not least, Iza. Hey, I'm Iza. If you want to see more of what I do, then you can follow me on Twitter or Instagram or YouTube at Evil Clever Dog. Uh, I'm a designer and cosplayer, crafter, maker of many cool things. If you want to check out videos of me making cool things, tutorials and stuff like that, then you can check out my YouTube channel. Uh, and I'm also part of the Asians Represent podcast. I did their episodes, for example, on mixed race representation and uh, fashion and clothing and costume design in fantasy media um, and I'm working on some more stuff with them right now so um, yeah go go check them out as well. Uh, Isa was also doing uh, herself dirty by saying cool things like they're extremely epic things <laughs> like yeah. it's not just like this stuff that like... you just pick up in your house and like oh yeah I'm oh gonna make God. this with some like you know blue tack and some wiring or whatever <laughs> like these are like full incre like incredible things that are being made here so. <laughs> Okay, fine. I'll I'll do it a bit more. I'll be more up myself. I'm a professional costume Thank prop and set you. designer. Who there, there we go. go. There we go. There we go. Yeah. Break out give, them credentials. Yeah, you got to give yourself them flowers. What? Show Wait, the people what, what they be with winning. Professionals today. What? <laughs> yeah, I thought I was going to be on three back halflings. You know, there's no professionals here. <laughs> the only professional is a, is a bringing credibility to the entire enterprise. Yeah, if you could, if you guys could stop, okay? Professional music, the instrument ranges, you know, professional costumes, whatever, whatever, fine. Yeah. Just make it a Jasper and I, like, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, we got Twitter. Twitter. Uh, uh, I sometimes uh, tweet stuff. Uh, it's not particularly insightful, uh, but uh, that's what I do. I think I've said something funny once. You guys are great. You guys are some of the best, the best roleplay gamers out there. I love your show. And then your show where you talk and interview people. I've learned so much just listening to all your interviews as well, too. So... Y'all are fantastically insightful, wonderful people. people. Sure, on the show. Like as well, so. you guys have literally talked to some of the like the best in the business, and it's so great to hear uh, and, and just see your show go from like just keep going. I love it. I'm so excited. So yeah, yeah. thank you, Terry. I need to let you plug. Show every time. <laughs> Happy to. I'm like that's like my biggest <laughs> mean... skill is like hype woman. Like I'm always just like put me in the audience. Like I'm ready. Yes. I'm ready to just cheer you on. I love it. 
I feel like it's so much easier to hype and plug other people than oh, yourself. Oh, so, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. I crumble yeah. when it comes to uh, uh, absolutely uh, uh, trying to hype yeah. myself. It's horrible. <laughs> Shout out to Connie Chong, who is incredibly oh, so good. good. Oh, like, just my spitting God. out like the formula of like... <laughs> Their pitches were just so perfectly... Excellent plugs. Yeah, okay. uh, Three Black Halflings, this is the show that you're listening to. We also do talk shows and interviews and My Friend Eric's, where we d- we come up with a game and uh, like a setting in 30 minutes, and then we're an improvised one-shot mm-hmm. for 45 minutes. It's absolutely bonkers. Uh, we, do, we do all sorts of things. We You should go check us out on the social medias. We got It's at TB Halflings mm-hmm. everywhere. Uh, you can go to Patreon if you like all that stuff. Go to Patreon and you can listen uh, to these talkbacks that yes. we're in the process of naming. Uh, the Twilight chat. The chat's at Twilight. Who knows? And we can definitely cut this out, but this should be happening. I, th- I hope this is happening. The, the, uh, all of the episodes for this should be available on the Patreon, like, now. So if you've listened to this and you want to find out what happens That's next, true. you can go on the Patreon and listen to episodes, the next episodes <gasps> right now. You don't oh have to my. wait. Yes. So We're recording this so wow. far in advance. Yes. <laughs> we are trying to be organized. We don't even know what's going to happen in those episodes. You're going to get there before us. Whoa. <laughs> no, no one does. You know. You will know sooner than we will know. We will know by the time you know, but you know. <laughs> Thank you so much, everybody, for listening. Thank you to all of our uh, wonderful guest players. So, and I guess we will see you next time with the penultimate episode. The tale from the city of the Black Rose. So long. So long, Shire Folk. So long, Shire Folk. That was a HeadGum Podcast.